Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. And my name is Joe Oltman. Big day, big day today. Joe, the FDA just approved the vaccine for little kids. Oh, that sounds like a great idea. Nothing. Yeah, so we also, it's a big day because VAERS put out a report that said 17,000 people died of taking the vaccine. 17,000 people. But why would you worry about that? Why would you worry about that, slave? Hey, I want to welcome all the slaves, the fellow slaves. I just want to welcome you to today's Conservative Daily Podcast. If that doesn't piss you off, I don't know what does. Well, I just sent a video, a little seven-second clip to the producers. Um, This shocked me. The reasoning that one of the board members gave for why that they needed to vote to give the vaccine to all the little kids is the only way that they'd know it's safe or not is by giving it. That's what they said. Sent that video. Can, can we play that video, Let's Mr. Let's play Producer? that right now. Right now. But we're never going to learn about how safe the vaccine is unless we start giving it. Yeah, um, that's just the way it goes. Play it again. Never going to learn how safe it is. Play it again. Giving it. Slaves, I want you to listen to this for a minute. Sorry, I'm gonna. This is gonna be the episode where I, I wake you up from being a slave. You're gonna have to decide whether or not you're a slave. But go ahead and play that one more time for this piece of trash that is on the uh, approval board. Go. But we're never going to learn about how safe the vaccine is unless we start giving it. Yeah, um, that's just the way it goes. So basically, he's saying, "Oh, it killed everyone." Oh, we had to give it to everyone. Guys, no. guys hit That's the share button. You're not going to like what I got to say today. Well, actually, you might like it. You, you might actually like it. You might actually agree with me because you might actually see. You might actually see what I see every day when I wake up. And I go like this, and I'm like, oh, let's go get some coffee. And I look around, and I was like, yeah, you don't own this. I don't own my home. Nope. Oh, it's an investment like a stock. But see, in a stock, you can leave it there and it either appreciates or depreciates. But that's not what we get. That's not what we get when we start talking about. Sorry, they're making an adjustment to the thing. They're moving around. Just raise it up. Now raise up the thing. Raise it. Raise up. Okay, there we go. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Distracted. But I don't own my house. If your house appreciates, that's fine. It's good. I know your house has appreciated over the last like four or five years. But who owns it? Well, you own it. No, I don't. But the, did, did you see the latest plan from Yellen, what they want to do? No. They, they want to tax your unrealized capital gains. You want to wait, wait, tax my unrealized? Max, I just asked you a question, though. Do I own my own home? Do I own it? You own it until you no, stop paying your no. property taxes. Yeah, and then, then do you, you own, own it? it anymore. Then you don't so own it anymore. If I pay off my house and I don't, do I own my home? Well, I mean, if you had like a, uh, like a mobile home and you stopped paying your property taxes, you could roll the home right off. 
Roll, roll it to where? Get to keep the land. Yeah, somewhere. I don't know. So, do you own somewhere. your own home? You do not own the land until ah. you actually pay your property taxes. Ah, so if I pay my property yeah. taxes this year, my ta- property taxes paid for the year. But ah. usually, you pay. Don't you like pay it in arrears? So I in, own my I property for process. less than yeah. twelve months. Yeah. So I own my property for twelve months. But if you if you go through an actual lender, you get to make a payment every month. Oh, so you, you basically become, but if you don't if you don't a have a lender, then every year you have to pay a penance yeah. to the government for the benefit of owning that stock. Yeah, I, I I enjoy going down to the county tax office and fighting like hell to get them to reduce my taxes. Apparently, I'm the only person in my neighborhood who does it because every year everyone else's taxes go up and I keep getting mine lowered, but no one else fights it. No one else fights it. And I, I get it here in Texas. We don't have income tax. So they, you need huh. some form of taxation to pay for everything. Okay, so listen. This, they, they're, they're putting the property taxes through the roof. I wish I could spend all of my time talking about how much of a slave you are, but I can't because I have to talk about the fact that not only are you a slave now and, and that taxes are literally eating your family alive, it's also taking a bit of flesh from your family and from you. See, every single day, every single year, that, that piece of flesh increases. And, uh, you know, in, in two decades ago, in 2020, or excuse me, in 2000, it used to be that you would be, that you're, you, they would have, uh, I don't know, four hours, five hours. We talked about it this morning, five hours of your time. Five hours a day of your life belongs to the government. Yeah. Let me break it down for you today. When you wake up in the morning, you don't own those 12 hours. You don't own 12, you don't own half of the time that you have. Half of your time goes straight to the government. They own you. You are a slave. Let me say it again. You're a slave. This is not hyperbolic. That is not, you know, rhetoric. This is not propaganda. This is truth. You are a slave. You say, oh, I only, pay, I only pay 31% tax. Okay, and then you have to go pay property tax. And then you have to pay for your vehicle tax. Yeah. And then you have to pay for your gas tax. Then you have to pay for your tolls. Then you have to pay for your tax on food. Then you have to pay for your tax on, on goods. Then you have to pay on your tax when you get a plane ticket. Then you have to pay for a tax, tax when you go to the hotel. Then you have to pay yeah. for a tax. Are you starting to get it yet? The Boston yep. Tea and Party was over a small You forgot the death, you forgot the death tax. The death, the death oh, tax. that's right. I forgot. And then got when the you die, tax. 50% of whatever's left goes back to you the government. You missed a bunch of taxes. You missed the registration on your car. No, I didn't. I you said the car that tax. tax. Oh, you did I that? Okay. The marriage tax in order to get married. They, they charge you a fee for, for that paperwork. If you, want, if you want to register a birth, if you want to get a uh, birth certificate, Got to pay a fee for that. And yeah, and then, and then they tax you when you die. And now they want to tax your unrealized capital gains too. So if, if you buy a stock that's $100 and in a year it appreciates, doubles in size, and you don't sell it, they want to tax you as if you did. So if, if you're home, Joe, we, we both know it, it's worth a lot more than what, when you bought it. And that tends to be how the market goes. They want to be able to tax you on your home value as an unrealized capital gains. 
capital gains, everyone who, who doesn't know, it's just basically any gain that you do by investing your capital, whether it's investing in the stock market, buying real estate. If you pay money into something and it appreciates and then you sell it, it's capital gains. It's not income, it's capital gains. If it's short-term capital gain, then they count as income, but it's capital gains. But unrealized, Joe, it's not real, it's not real money. How can they tax unrealized capital gains? You know, Maggie Thatcher, Margaret Thatcher had a saying, Joe, the problem with socialism is, is eventually the socialists start running out of other people's money. And the new proposal from the left to tax non-existent money, unrealized capital gains proves that the socialists have run out of money. There's no more money left for them to tax. I mean, I guess they could raise the taxes, but that's the only thing. Unrealized capital gains don't exist. They're, they're non-existent. It's not real money. What's up? I don't, I don't know. I don't I don't know. I don't I don't know how to respond to it other than the fact that you say they're out of money. They're out of taxing people. They well, are they're, out, they're of, out of ideas. People. Yeah. They are absolutely out of it. I was just reading an article, by the way, that was just sent to me about David Chappelle and the fact that he's canceled. He doesn't seem to feel to be canceled. He does, he's like, if this is canceled, I don't know what canceled is. They're having a hard time canceling David Chappelle. Huh? He, he, Dave Chappelle gets paid either way. He's like, you want to take my Netflix special down? Fine. I already cashed the check. It's like $21 million they paid for the special. Fine. If you don't want to use it, fine. I'm just going to go on tour and, and do all the same material. That's what he said. If you cancel it. Keeping the money, I'm just going to go on tour and tell the same jokes. Yeah, so I, I think that uh, I think frankly that Dave Chappelle is proving to us that all you have to do. I mean, it's the same thing about me being canceled. Same thing. Same thing about me being canceled. I'm canceled. I had to step down as a CEO. I don't feel canceled. I, I feel fine. I feel fine. I don't feel like I'm admonished. I don't feel like people walk up to me. I think people are more afraid to walk up to me because they're afraid I will literally throw them on their neck if they get too, too in my space. <laughs> well, I don't know why they thought that you were going to like take being can canceled like poorly because whenever you introduce yourself to people you always tell them the story about how you lost a bunch of money, you got defrauded by hedge funds, right? Mm -hmm. you, you tell them that story and you embrace yeah. that story, not yeah. as like a success, but as a failure that you learn from. Yeah. You're not ashamed of it. It's part not of who you are. It's, it's part of what got you to where you are now. So I don't know why they thought that canceling you was going to like make you go cry in the shower. I don't know why they thought that. Because if the previous story, if, if you're able to get past that and grow and be better for it, I don't understand why they thought that this would get you. Well, I think that I think that's the, the story that that I've, you know, I've had just an amazing life. I, and I think that one of the reasons why you get to the place where you don't have any fear is you're like, what else could I do? Well, wh where else could I go? I've already, I've done so much. I've done so much. I mean, I've, I've traveled literally all over the world. I've done amazing things. I've saved people, literally in front of them, saved people from dying. I've also seen kids die of the common cold. I broke bread with kings, presidents, prime ministers. I've walked into a mud hut place, sat down on the ground and ate stuff that frankly tasted like spit, but I still ate it. I built houses for people in Africa. I've, you know, 
stepped on a puff adder. I mean, just the fact that I've stepped on a puff adder and I'm still here is a big deal. Max, you know what a puff adder is? It's a snake, right? Yeah, it's one of the most dangerous snakes in Africa. Yeah. I mean, it, and it puffs up. And, and I'm still here. I mean, I could name a hundred different things that I've done that I should not be here for. So I'm on borrowed time anyway. I guess I so why did they think? Way. Why did they think telling the truth about the election was going to get you? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> it, 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 I, I guess that's my my thing. Is that I think that that's what all the attorneys are starting to realize. That's what Coomer's attorneys are starting to realize. That's what the judge in Denver, who is a compromised Antifa activist, leftist terrorist. Sorry. I didn't say it. I didn't say anything about anyone else. I said her because I know what she is. I know she is trash. I know she is compromised. I know she is a liar. I know what she is. But they know. Like, you cannot take anything from me. What, what, what are you going to do? You made me eat ramen noodles. You made me trade in my jacket for work boots. Okay, I'll do it. Next. Now what? You going to try and take everything from me? You take my life from me? Okay, do that. I get to go to heaven. But not without a fight. I'm going to take a few people with me. Only we're going to split at the gate. I'm going to go up. You're going to go down. With one so less So you did limb. say trash. You did. did say trash. So if you go to my screen, Mr. Producer, today's synonym of the day is rubbishy. Rubbishy. I think the, I think the judge acts a little rubbishy. I think that of low quality. It's they not, it's they, not they act like I care, but I think that they're all low figuring quality. out that, look, Coomer's a liar. I mean, even the definition of Coomer is not good. Just so we're clear. Do we want to go through the definition of Coomer? Do you want me, do do we, you want me to put it up? Do, do we want to do the definition of Coomer? Me, All right, people. Me, are you ready for the I, definition I, I, of Coomer? I, I got to turn off sure. safe search. I have safe I'm, search turned on. I have to turn it off. I'm actually not sure. I'm not sure that you guys can handle what Coomer really means. So I'm going to tell you the story about what happened. <laughs> Can I tell the story? All right. Is it, is it Tuesday? All right. It's Tuesday. You're a slave. Tuesday. You're a slave. And you're not a slave to the IRS. You're a slave to the government. The IRS is just, it's literally the well, bazooka we gonna, they're pointing We're going to talk about taxes, but we kind of changed No, we're still going to talk about taxes because they've been ripping it off for a long time. They've been ripping the off IRS. their poorest communities. They've been ripping off IRS minorities. slave masters. If we're slaves, the IRS is the slave masters. Absolutely. They, absolutely the slave masters, right? And then the slave masters of the slave masters. There's no difference in what they're implementing right now than what they did in the 14th century. There's no difference. What's the difference? You don't own your land. You only get to keep a certain portion of what you do when you plow the field. You don't have a say. They took that away with your vote. They can tax you any way that they want. They can penalize you, pull you over for speeding, give you a $300 fine. They can, they can tell you that we're not going to prosecute someone that victimizes you. They can pull away support from the community. They can indoctrinate and teach your kids and make them less able to have opportunity in the future by taking away the fundamentals. Man, there's no difference. We're going backwards hundreds of years. You're a slave. You're a slave. Well, I get to go buy a hamburger and take the kids to, to Chuck E. Cheese. And, oh, man, we can go to soccer practice. It's great. You're still a slave. So people are asking for the definition of Coomer. Do you All right. You ready? Are you not ready for this? I'm going to close my eyes because I'm not Hey, no, listen. No, 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 parental, keep it open. Keep it open. If you're a child, no, no. please, please do not. Please, no, please. I, I found one that's, that's relatively 
benign. It's not. It's really. Now, guys, listen, you're going to spit it up. <laughs> so that is. Let the me read it for you. Coomer is no, considered I'll, I'll a very. Coomer right is, is an internet meme based on an illustration of a scraggly male character who is mocked as an excessive masturbator. <laughs> More broadly, Coomer, with a lowercase c, is often. Of Ironic insult for an oversexed young man, or more generally, a loser. <laughs> Coomer is featured in the Coomer Pledge, an internet trend usually humorous in nature, in which men who have failed so-called... No, no, no. <laughs> All right, take no, it down. November. Take it down. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. The promise to use Coomer's image as their profile picture on social media, the phase, okay, Coomer, is also used as dismissive response online. Okay, I thought that Coomer. was a relatively benign definition. I, I, I mean, I right. went through two other ones that were much more explicit than that. That used, that used official-sounding dictionary.com well, language. I, I have to tell you, it's kind, it's kind of funny. I mean, it's really funny because the, the funny part for me is the out loud part that I want to tell you. And that is that... Coomer gave a deposition. The, the, the radical left is holding on, and they're trying to hold on strong, right? And their idea of holding on is, you know, how can we hang on to who was in the Willard Hotel? Who was in the Willard Hotel on the night of January 5th? These pieces of trash spend all of this time in the media, all of this time going through trying to figure out who's in the Willard Hotel, trying to save our nation from these frauds, but has spent zero time Zero time looking into the fraud of the election of 2020. Zero. Zero. These people are political operatives. They're not journalists. They're trash. So they wrote this article. And I thought what was interesting about this article that I just, somebody sent it to me today. And Max, you're going to have to put it up. It's from, it's from a really reputable site. It's from a really reputable site. Is it Snoops? No. Go ahead and put this up. You're going to like it. And this is, this is how you know that they literally are trash. And, the, and, and guys, just so you know, the, the Washington Post called me a couple days ago, a guy from the Washington Post, and he asked me a question. He sent me a picture, and the picture was, is this you? Is this you in the Willard Hotel? Did he say, did he say <laughs> I don't talk to Coomers? I go, you are absurd. <laughs> but, the, but the interesting part about it was is that uh, – Say Washington Post. Let me see if I can find it real quick. I'll read it to you. Did I do read this before? No, no. I, I can't believe that you even responded to him. Ah, here we go. John Swain from the Washington Post. Thanks for talking just now. I thought you might be the man with the short beard in the background here. Behind the man in the red vest. Is that you? Right? And I'm thinking to myself, first of all, who is this creep that got into the room? And then I'm like, I don't know. I don't even know if that is me or not. But um, it's... It's, it's a, it, they send me these stuff where they're, 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 they're investigative journalists. They're looking into whether or not Trump was looking to you know, do the insurrection. They've already proved the insurrection's bullshit. There is no insurrection. The insurrection happened on the 3rd of November. What happened on January 6th is a redress of grievances for these voting machine companies that stole the election. Dominion voting system is trash. What just came out in Mesa County proves 100% that what came out in Maricopa County, what came out in Antrim County, what came out in Clark County, it's all the same. Yeah. And by the way, we have four more that are coming out. 
But anyway, I digress. Well, I, I found the part. I found the part where they mention you. No, 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 no. Just go to the very top the first. Guy. Go to the very I top. I got the part where they mention you. No, go to the top. Show them this thing. Go to the very oh, top. Go to the top. Go to the top. Mr. Producer, go ahead and share your screen. Go where the top? It's not the top. The top, top. This is the top. Oh, the world. This came socialist? from the world. <laughs> oh, <okay>. Usually, I <laughs> this, scroll this down. This came from the, the world socialist <laughs> website. Listen, I know that I'm giving them some huge advertising. They might actually double uh, the number of damn. people that go to it to ten. I should have, I should have used an archive so they don't get. Oh, there's no ads. They're socialists. No. Why would there be ads? They're socialists. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, well, you can't have that. No. It's the people's news. Yeah. Why would they put ads on it? Uh, anyway, this is so an article that they wrote that said, on Saturday, you? two days after the House of Representatives cited to Trump. Yeah. yeah. Independent journalist, attorney, former criminal investigator, and founder of The Proof, Substack, Seth Abramson. Seth Abramson got sent a, a letter a couple weeks ago saying, we're going to sue you for defamation. Um, said that I said 25 to 30 people participated in the Willard operation. That's not true. I never said that. Matter of fact, I've never, never had a conversation with you, Seth Averson. Never. And you've never mentioned Willard. No. You mentioned ever. being in the State Department. Yeah. Like in the State Department. In a yeah. place that none of these people were. You never were. mentioned Willard. I, did I they, also did they think this was you? Did they think this was you right here, this guy? No. no it's Is this the short picture. beard guy? No, different <laughs> one. That's not me. I don't have red hair. Oh, but it, you should have yeah. just told them that this is but, you. But look you at what they say them. about uh, General <laughs> Flynn, fascist QAnon supporter, retired general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These well, pieces it's of the shit. World socialist. These pieces of shit. I'm going to tell you right now. The socialist they, website. They want to talk about a guy that has served his country honorably for decades, who came up against the federal government and won, and won. Yeah. You beat him. Why? Why do you beat him? Because they're trash. They're liars. And now here we are having to re go through this, what happened on, on January 5th. You want to know why they're doing this? Because they're afraid, because we're, we're coming for them. We're coming for them. We're coming for them, and the reckoning is going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we're almost through this election. We can steal this election, too. What is that? What's that? Who's that? Oh, it's Bobby. Wait, no, shh. Be quiet. What? Be quiet. You, you asked who it was. So no, I don't, was. don't answer. I am wrong. Can you please put him on? Ah. So <laughs> listen, we were talking about fraud. We were talking about the election. We were talking about you being a slave. We were talking about mathematical probabilities of all of these things of epic proportion. And now. And we mentioned Coomers. And we mentioned, and we mentioned Coomers. Coomers. <laughs> mentioned Coomers. And bef but, but wait, wait, before we do it, can I read the ad before? All right, read, I, the I like read, the guy, read the ad. Read the ad. Once we bring this guy on, we're not. Wait, why we're not ads. bringing anybody on? Shut up! <laughs> what does right. you have loose right. lips, man? What is Podcast. wrong with you? Podcast brought to you by Air Med Care Network. Air Med Care Network premier insurance plan to cover your household should an emergency ever strike. You don't get to choose when it happens. It's not just people who fall off the side of a cliff or or hunt or hike the Grand Teton and get lost. No, it happens to people in the suburbs, in the cities. So join up with Air Med Care Network, and it's only going to cost you eighty five dollars to sign up 85 bucks that gives you coverage for your entire household for one year should any of you suffer a medical emergency you won't pay one cent for that air medical transport and that's a bonus when you use the link in our description airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and then use promo code daily you're going to get up to 50 bucks back in the form of an e-gift card so again airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily you get up to 50 dollars back dude i'm pissed the, you you know what loose lip sync shifts do you know how many roberts there are 
No, stop, stop, Robert stop, 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 stop. Everyone here knows that you just blew it for the 20% that actually heard you, right? That were listening. Well, sometimes, that, it's, sometimes people go by their middle name. There's lots of different Roberts out there. Ah, fork surprises. <laughs> All right. So listen, we, I, I was having a conversation this morning with my friend and uh, I was like, hey, what's going on? And then he called me and I'm like, hey, you might want to get on. And so let's go ahead and bring him on. We got a special guest that decided to stop in and tell us about his Senate campaign and what's going on with the election. Bobby oh, I'm, so, I'm so surprised. <laughs> hey, Joe. Hi, Max. What's going on? Uh, we had all sorts of things clanking in the background, like clanking, clank, clank. I couldn't figure out where it was coming from. I'm looking over at the producer like, what are you doing? I was looking at you. I thought, I thought you broke something. And then Max I goes like the this. Oh, was there's to... Bobby. <laughs> I, I yeah, thought the producer had searched for Coomer and didn't put a safe search on. That's what I thought was going on. Oh, my on. goodness. <laughs> yeah, so right now I'm at an event in uh, Plainfield, Illinois. And uh, I'll be speaking at about at 7 o'clock for maybe about 30 minutes and just kind of explaining, you know, what my platform is. And uh, as you know, I, I'm in complete agreement with you that the IRS is a criminal organization the way it's set up. Um, they've ripped us off. You know, we used to give them three hours of our life a day, a hundred years ago. Now, um, we're giving them 12 hours of our life per day, but here's the rub. That's 12 hours per a two person couple. So 24 hours a day, whereas a hundred years ago, there was only one person working. So we're giving them eight times as much in taxes as we once were which is absolutely criminal. And I think we need to cut the size of the government and, and, and by at least 50%. Um, and that's one of the big pushes I will go for in the U.S. Senate is to take a hard cut and, and, and you know run a balanced budget. Remember that? It used to be really popular. Let's run a balanced budget um, and, um, and then just dismantle all the unconstitutional programs in the government. Yeah, so, you know, you, you we're talking today and we talked about corporate taxes and how corporations have, have found loopholes, a way to, to weaponize against us. And what, what was interesting is, and I tried to bring it up this morning, but didn't want to get too in-depth into it, and that is the amount of taxes and the amount of net revenue, the amount of profit that these big corporations are making in the United States. you want to go through that at all? Sure. So in the year 2000, we actually were spending about $1.8 trillion as a nation. And we only had $3 trillion of national debt that was publicly held. So that's three, three billion million, uh, or, or it's three million millions and three trillion, okay? And, uh, or 3,000 billions. Now, in terms of corporations in this country were making about 500 billion dollars of profit five to seven hundred billion and they were paying about 200 billion in taxes so corporations 500 billion is what they netted in profits paying 200 billion the american people um at the time were uh you know the in terms of the ratio of what they were making uh they they were making Hold on, let me think about the math. I think it was, um, say it was about 40000 per person, say about $7 trillion and paying 
you know, one and a half trillion or so in taxes. Okay, you fast forward to today, the these corporations are making five times as much money. They're making two and a half trillion, but last year their tax bill was the same. So they haven't paid more in taxes because of all this offshoring, moving stuff to Ireland, you know, having a 15% tax rate for global companies, yet American companies on U.S. soil paying taxes that are double to, you know, 150% as high, all in with state taxes. And the American people, on the other hand, us, you and I, even though our income, our net, you know, our revenue and our income as, as, a, as a, a worker in the U.S. economy has not doubled, our taxes have. So our taxes have more than doubled in the past 20 years. And then corporations' taxes are flat, even though they're making five times as much money. But here's the kicker. So even though we're paying twice as much as we were 20 years ago, I started with that $3 trillion number. That's how much we owe. Think of that as the mortgage we had as a nation that we owed this debt back, right? So even though we've been paying that much more, today we owe seven times as much as what they're trying to say, that we owe $21 trillion. $21 trillion versus three publicly held debt. Now, that comes out to they, they are trying to tell us, and I'm, I think they're lying, and I think they're, they're running a scam, a massive scam on us, which is why they had to steal this election and why they're running all these other distractions. Uh, they're, they're trying to say that we, the American people, spent an average of $150 per week across 125 million workers every week for, for 20 years straight, that we took on debt of $7,500 per person that works per year for 20 years straight. And I don't think so. You can't sit there and tell me that we're paying twice as much and then we still owe another 150000 yeah. a worker. Something's wrong. So why and I is think it, that this go well, ahead. Why is it that why is it that when you hear from Democrats, Democrats used to hate the the big businesses, right? They used to say, oh, we need to tax the businesses. They're not getting taxed enough. That used to be more of a Democrat talking point. But when you actually listen to their plans, their plans are to look into every every American who transfers more than six hundred dollars at a time. Right. Or to start taxing unrealized capital gains, which you're not going to go after businesses for that. Why is it? Is it just lobbyists? Because obviously the businesses aren't voting for politicians. Are the lobbyists just that good? Because even the Democrats are now going after the civilians. They're not even looking to the businesses for this revenue. Well, first of all, this, because we, we live in a country right now where elections are rigged, these politicians don't represent any of us. They don't. And so all of their actions right now are for corporate interests. Because let's face it, let's say the three of us were you know, three big companies, Google, Facebook, and Apple. And in the past, just so you to give you an idea, those three companies in the past 13 years, their profits have gone up probably 20-fold. I want you to imagine that for a second. 13 years ago, let's assume we were each making a billion dollars as a company. It's a lot more than that. We're making at least 20 billion today, 13 years later. How many American workers can say that they're profitability as a person, right, or their savings rate or their income shot up 20-fold 
in 13 years. However, these massive companies did. So if you and I, you know, the three of us are sitting here and we're like, well, look, we already run things. We, we made 20 times what we did, 20-fold in 13 years. You know what? These people are peons. We're going to just do what the hell we want with them. And you know what? We want to know everything they're doing all the time. In their, in, you, know, we, we, you know what they're basically doing? I want you to imagine that we're playing at the casino. And, and uh, what they're basically doing, when we play cards, the casino has, has a guy right behind us looking at our cards, telling the dealer. Yeah. And then we're, we're going to be like, why the hell should we play? Because they're literally spying on every single decision we make so they could figure out how to extract every last penny from us because on how we make slaves. decisions. Well, it's worse than Well, we've been slaves for a long time. Now, well, now we're waking I, up to but, it. But it's even worse than being slaves, okay? Because before, I, you know, I know it sounds kind of weird, but it's like, before, if you were a slave, you know, at least you got to, like, you know, have a little bit of peace of mind, I would think, because you had some privacy. You know, so, like, if you were a slave, uh, you know, I'm not saying slavery is ever good. I'm just saying that if you were a slave and you got to at least not have a, sorry, not have a camera on you and, and then, you know, know every single thing that you do, every yeah. single little thing you read, every single moment of the day. You got. You had a little bit of more. You had more freedom as a slave in this country than you do today, because they know even, even everything. A slave, even a slave at the end of the day could could go into slave quarters, close the door, yep. and their master so, wasn't looking through a people like watching them all night. But so so, so right now they they want to take it to a next level. It's no longer like slave. They view us as part of them. They think that we're part of this, like, blog, you know, a Borg. Remember this? You know, like, have you heard of this Borg thing where we're just like a little tentacle where we do exactly what they say? And if we don't, here's the deal, Joe. If we don't, they're working on technology. They'll just zap us out of existence. This is a guy named Dr. Martin. He, he showed he, he was presenting at this Freedom Conference where it was like this CRISPR technology they want to be able to create a vaccine where it can literally it'll, it'll 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 go to your DNA and then they can shut you off. Think about this, right? You don't behave, they just they just turn the lights off for you. This is what they're working on. Wait, 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 turn the lights out on me. What do you mean? Like kill you. That's what I mean when they turn to turn the lights but, off. But Bobby, but Bobby I got to tell you, he's gonna, running for I'm office gonna, in Chicago. He's got to use the Chicago language. You're going to turn the lights off. I'm going to go gonna, swim with the fishes. Yes. Yeah, so swim with the fishes. <laughs> Bobby, tell me we're going to have him go swim with the fishes. <laughs> hey, Gino, get over here really quick. Yeah. Bobby's talking about turning the lights out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I'm not going to be afraid of them turning the lights out. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. I, I said this to Max this morning, very frustrated. <laughs> Is that at some point, if not you who, if not now, when? Because we're past the point where this is Boston Tea, tea Party time. We're past the point where we tip over things. We're having these terrorists in our society 
that are creating a new ethical norm. I would rather lose my life and fight for something that I know that we can preserve. I know, I know that there is enough density that we can preserve than watch them take the very fundamental thing that many have died and sacrificed their life for in this nation for the last hundreds of years. I just can't see, I can't see that as being a, a real threat to me. And I'm well, this really is why shot. we need to, yeah. Well, I think this is why we need to get our sheriffs across this country mobilized yeah. and start making arrests. If you violate the U.S. Constitution and you're a politician and you're or a judge or an executive, I think we the people need to encourage our sheriffs to start arresting these people. All right, and then all right. So let me just let me just say that that's I, I love the idea, and, and let me be the bear. I mean, let me let me be the arbiter of reality here for a minute. Then they put those people inside of a DA's office that's bought by Soros that goes in front of a judge that's bought by Soros or Antifa. Uh, frankly, I know what this looks like because we have an Antifa judge on the Coomer case um, for uh, the, the uh, defamation deal where I told the truth and he lied, but they turned it around. I don't even know how that worked out. But so the, the, the sheriff does the right thing, gets down to the DA. The DA even, let's say even the DA does the right thing accidentally. Like Trips falls over himself, accidentally decides he's going to charge this person for being um, a, 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 a treacherous uh, piece of trash gets to the judge and judge is like, nothing to see here. Let them go. That's what we're dealing with, Bobby. We're, we're infected at every yeah, level. Yeah, but this is why, but, th but this is why I'm saying the judges that don't follow the law or are compromised need to be arrested. All right. As well, far you, as I'm then, concerned. Then who do you put those, who do you put those judges in front of? Who do you put in front well, of other compromised judges? But here's, here's what I would say, Joe. So let's assume, for example, you and I and, and Max, we all lived in the same county. And let's just say that well, we there were, um, I don't know, 200,000 <laughs> people in the county. I think what we need to do is we need to get local militias organized with the sheriffs where we say, you know what? We want to make sure that we defend our county from threats, yeah. domestic and foreign. And then we just say, look, here's the rule of law. This is what's going on. You know, we want, we don't want any ballots not being counted outside of the county. We, you know, this is, here, here's the rule book. We're, we're going to go by the U.S. Constitution. Anybody that violates the rule book, that is literally the compact that we have agreeing to a government to exist in the first place. We're all going to, so, but here's, here's the deal. So let's just say we name you the sheriff, Joe, and you're the sheriff of this, this I'll county. I'll be Okay, and then you and you turn around and you say, guys, I made the arrest, but the judge doesn't want to do anything. Well, now the two to 5,000 people in the militia are going to say, Joe, you're going to do something or we're going to take you down with that judge. <laughs> That's the way it's going to be. You're, you're, this you're is, talking, we're going to have to go back to the You're talking to a guy that they, that they call the, the right-wing conspiracy theorist militiamen, right? They call me that. You don't have to tell me. Yeah. I had the a world guy socialist come website to me. does. Oh, the, yeah, the socialist website says that I'm a right-wing <laughs> militia guy. I'm thinking to myself, now I'm an American. And militia's not so bad. No, it's not so bad. That's, that's them projecting their fear. And I agree with you, Bobby. They're very fearful. They're afraid of us. They're 100% We have 47,000 of, of us. Joe, 47,000 of us to each one of them. Thousand. 
So think about those numbers just on elected officials. So if we if we can get in one one area, we just need to get you know you only need twelve hundred people, eight hundred people that are willing to live and die by the U.S. Constitution. Like we are willing to give our lives up to defend the U.S. Constitution. It's what it's game over. And then you know what? Then you just might as well round them all up, the ones that broke all these laws, and you take the whole board from them. You know, like you guys stole all this money, you stole these elections, you you compromised all these individuals. But I think by blackmail. I think we're going to have to step in the gap. I think at that point we're stepping the gap. We're heading into the 2020 you know, not even a significant election. And we know they're going to steal the elections again. And they know that they say that, oh, they're transparent, safest election in U.S. history, as they tell us that we can't do an audit, right? We know what they're telling us. They're telling us they've stolen all these elections, not just in, in those six swing states, but in every state in the nation. So I, I don't know how we do this without actually stepping out, taking all those machines, putting them in the middle of the street and burning them. And then telling the elected leaders that we'll burn the machines and we're coming for you. We're coming for you unless you actually restore order and give us back our country. Give us back our constitutional republic. Right? But I, I think that what's happening at the border well, is think, a, a, Yeah. Go ahead. Well, yeah, to you know, um, I believe Wendy Rogers has over 1 million signatures nationwide to audit all 50 states. Yeah. And on Saturday, I mentioned to her that we should get a petition going across all 50 states to rip out all machines, make sure that all voting took place in the, you know, all the counting of votes took place in the precinct where the votes were cast, and that, you know, that the military, you know, like I, we should have veterans, the national citizens are responsible for counting. The party should count the ballots. Those three groups, one round, you know, like a certain ratio, or it's like National Guard, uh, one out of 19 people in this country is a veteran, they won't die for this country, they get with American citizens, and the American citizens can be chosen by literally, um, what you do is you, um, um, you, you have a word that, that when you, you Bobby, figure out Bobby, who is going to be computer around. Move your computer around. You're breaking up. It's like, I, 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 there we go. Perfect. All right, talk. Sorry. All right. Is that better? That's better. I don't know what was happening. It was bad. Sorry. Oh, now Maybe it's again. a bad internet connection. I'm sorry. Hey, it Bobby, might be a bad internet connection. Bobby, I get to see you in Illinois. Bobby. All right, let's take. Yeah. Yeah, I get to see you in Illinois. How about now? Okay, that's better. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right, so I get to see you in Illinois, right? I'm coming up to hang out with you in Illinois. Yes, and uh, the November 14th, we're gonna you're gonna be coming out. Joe Vaughn's gonna join us. Yes, my man. Yeah. So Kevin, Kevin can't make it, so Joe Vaughn's gonna show up. He's pretty excited, and I, he, he wants to talk shop you and I offline as well a little bit, maybe. Let's go. We'll make the plan. We'll get, we'll get as yeah, many people so, in the uh, game. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, look, you're, Joe, you're spot on. It's up to us, the people, 
to take this this game back. And I think that we need to have we we the people, aside from political party, we have to set up our own precinct. We need to set up our own American committeemen. It's almost like AC versus, you know, the PCs. American first committeemen where we're just like, look, we don't care who you're going to vote for. We no, just we want your vote to be real and nobody's cheating and it's not allowed under any circumstances and you take the freaking outcome and that's it. And and we know exactly how many people are here and we and you know what? If you can't show up and vote and you think you will, you're going to get a mail-in ballot, We'll send over someone from the National Guard and a veteran to your house. You show them your damn ID. They're going to take a photo of you. And, you know, and the sheriff's going to know who exactly who ballots were gone to. So if anybody tries to commit identity theft, they're going in the clink for 10 years. But here's the problem with mail-in ballots and the fact that you have companies like Dominion Voting Systems and Runbeck and ESNS working side by side with each other in cohoots and with people that are in positions of power and authority that are overseeing these elections. If we don't abolish those companies, Bobby, if we don't abolish those companies, we are never going to have another safe election in this country. And that is going to take people stepping in the gap and ignoring all of these other things that are happening and saying, we're done. We've got to come together and say, we're just going to stop feeding it, stop paying taxes at the rate, cut the government, send people like you to the Senate, to the uh, to Congress, to look out for the better interests of the people who don't get amnesia as soon as they get there. And we've got to get rid of the voting machines. There's no other option. Yeah. Yeah. They're well, not look, gonna wake up one day and, and they're automatically gonna be good machines. So, so, so Joe, let's do this. Let's put together, I'm gonna start drafting something for these sheriffs. You give me the name of all the companies and let's get a petition going nationwide. And between you, me, Joe Vaughn, Liz Harris, we'll send it to General Flynn and Vandersteel, Doug Bill. Let's get it out to everybody. Yeah, let's Patrick get Burns. a digital petition going. That's it. And then, and then we just tell everybody, look, man, if we can get 10 million signatures nationwide, we're ripping these freaking machines out. Otherwise, 10 million people are going to march across the country. We just need 3%. We need 3%. I don't think this country is more than 300 million people. I think they're lying about the census data as well. I agree. Because they're skimming money through it. But I listen, agree. Joe, I have to hop for now. But All right, we got to let you go. I'm going to give you a call tomorrow. Hey, All right. Let's, I'm going to give you a call tomorrow. Let's get this going. All right, let's Amen. go. Amen. I think we get it going. All right, okay, Bobby guys, Titan thank for you. Senate. Thanks, brother. Take care. Right, God good bless luck. you. Thank you. Take care. I, I so love Joe, it when he comes on. No, I didn't. You're see talking this. about election integrity. Did you see the news at CISA? CISA. No. So no. news broke today that that CISA is it CISA? Is it CISA? Does CISA. It, CISA. 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 Yeah. It's like C -I -S -A. it's like sissy, but CISA. Got it. Yeah. Um. So CISA, they appointed a Republican as the new senior election security lead. Oh, it doesn't matter. And I, I saw that. I saw. That. I was like, it doesn't whoa. Matter. Well, they report a Republican. Uh, no. Sure enough, it's the it's like the one Republican who is like like saying, "I go, there was no fraud." <laughs> if we go to my screen, her name is Kim Wyman. She was Washington State Secretary of State. If we put up my screen, and she was like the one Republican in the running, and sure enough, she says that there was no fraud. So there's no fraud. Yeah, no fraud. So her job is going to be super no, easy. No fraud. Hold on, let me just get this for you. No fraud, but they erased all the logs. 
They erased all the mm -hmm. logs. There's fraudulent votes that don't even matter. There's bleed through on paper because they used the wrong paper. Nothing to see here. Absolutely nothing to see here. 70 people that are actually registered to one apartment in one area all over the country. Happen to be mail-in ballots that go there. All got returned, but nothing to see here. Oh, wait, wait. No, that's not even the best part. Nothing to see here. No fraud. But by the way, you can't have an audit. You can't have an audit. Yeah. Get out can't of have here. An audit. These people are clowns. Can't have an audit. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, Bobby's great. I love Bobby. Um, <laughs> he's certainly a character. Um, so, yeah, go head over to Bob. What's Bobby's website? Head over there. Donate to his campaign. Yeah, please do. Um, we need Bobby Python to win. Senate. I'm looking it up right now. You keep talking. I'll now, he, he's going up against the belly of the beast. I mean. BobbyPyton.com. Nope. Yep. Yeah. There you go. He owns his name. BobbyPyton.com. B-O-B-B-Y-P-I-T-O-N.com. He's running the belly of the beast. When it comes to election fraud, there is no city that has done election fraud more than Chicago. Oh, you yeah. look at the Democrat machine in Chicago and Illinois, they have owned that state because of, of fraud. I mean, it, it dates back over a century. So he's running the belly of the beast, but he needs our help. He needs our support. So go to bobbypyton.com and, and the guy's him. a quant. You know, Bobby can turn a chair into a nuclear weapon. He is so smart. He is ridiculously smart. What? He's a MacGyver. Oh, it's unbelievable. The guy is yeah. unbelievable. He's a portfolio manager, graduated from Northwestern University Kellogg School of Management. Um, he's just a great guy. He's a terrific guy. And he has stood in the gap for a long time. So go over to the site, bobbypyton.com, drop him even three, five, ten dollars. Anything helps, right? Just a little bit. Yeah, everything oh, so helps. I want to give you an update on the court case because I, I kind of told you guys about this, so maybe I should tell you uh <laughs> I should tell you what happened. So they want to sanction me for, uh, again, so I, I have sanctions once, and they just approved that, and now they're going to sanction me again. I haven't figured out what the sanctioning the second time is for, but it seems interesting. What, what do they want so, to sanction you for? <laughs> I don't know. I just heard today they want to sanction me. And I, it's probably because of what I did when I was leaving the courtroom. So I was outside the courtroom. You've heard this, right, Max? I told you this. No, what do you do? Like just throw uh, up the bird and walk out? No, no, no. I, I would be respectful in the courtroom. Right now, what I say about truth when I'm not in the courtroom, because I believe that the courtroom itself should be respected. I believe that the courtroom should be respected. I believe that when a judge enters the courtroom, that that judge should actually be impartial and should do things to preserve the rule of law in the courtroom and outside the courtroom. It should permeate through the walls of the courtroom. Now, that's never been the case in decades, right? They've, they've, been, they've been cheating and stealing and, and being compromised in lots of ways for decades. Now, I don't think all of them are that way. I think there's some good judges out there, but you typically don't hear about the good judges because the bad judges are the ones getting arrested and doing bad things and bribing people and, and abusing their power. But uh, so I was in the courtroom, uh, Mr. Producer, I, I don't know if I should really tell this story, but I'm gonna tell this story anyway. So, if you don't think you should tell it, don't tell it. I'm going to tell the story. I'm, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but right, if you're I'll getting sanctioned and you think, think you shouldn't tell funny. it, don't tell it's it. It's kind of funny. Okay. It's, it's, it's kind of funny, right? Is it kind of funny? Okay. So I'm on Telegram. <laughs> I'm on Telegram, and I'm not in the courtroom, so I'm not, I'm not in any risk of doing anything because the, the judge, unbeknownst to me, put in a thing called a civility order. 
a mm-hmm. civility order before we went into the courtroom, which, by the way, is illegal, and tried to extend the civility order to saying anything about the judge, saying anything about the, the, the anyone. I can't, I basically, I'm not well, allowed to talk needs, about him. She needs that to be a gag order. If she wants to make you do that, do she has to put that gag order. Well, she outlawed certain words, too. Oh, yeah, she outlawed certain words in the courtroom. Liar. Ridiculous. Yeah, you can't use the word ridiculous. You can't use the word liar what? in the courtroom. I kid you not. I kid no, you not. No, this was unreal. No, if she actually said use, that. So you're trying to say that Schumer is a liar because he lied, because he's a liar, because that's what he's he is. Teller he's a liar. of falsehoods. He's a liar. He's a liar. Like the radical leftists are nothing but liars. And he is a liar. So that apple fell not far from the tree, and it was called the liar apple from the liar tree. The fabricator. Right? The no, fabricator. liar. Liar, 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 liar. Stop. There's no synonyms for the fact that they're trash. No. no perjurer. No, no. You can call him a perjurer. Perjurer. Yeah, he did that too. He That's did worse. Perjurer. That's worse. Okay. So Miss Marie uh, Avery, uh, what's her last name? Moses. Moses. Yeah, yeah. So... Miss Mar- Maria, sorry, it's Maria, Maria, Marara. Okay, so she, she calls herself something different. So this this uh, disgrace to the robe um, is up there, and it, it's it's a kangaroo court. Like when you're looking through the transcript, I kid you not, I kid you not, not one judge, not one lawyer in there was looking at it, going anything but, have you lost your mind? Like what is going on in here? Turned it into pandemonium. Zero experience and zero ability to use the rule of law to make decisions. Unbelievably biased. Unbelievably served the, the interests of the, of the plaintiff. And even in the face of knowing he's a liar, she let the only liberal rag media into the room. And then before that said, oh, but you can't use the word liar and you can't say ridiculous and you can't call. You got to we're going to be nice to each other because she didn't want us to tell everyone what Coomer was. And so why do you turn and start by putting up a picture of Coomer on the wall in the clown uniform of one of his Facebook posts? And on the other side had Coomer. And underneath it was like, oh, it is a creepy post. He talks about it. That one stayed with me. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. That's that's the real Coomer. It's like an evil clown. Or you can't talk about the fact that he has a satanic tattoo on his arm. Or you can't talk about the fact that he's uh, a sadist. You can't it's talk a, about the fact uh, that he was a recovered uh, druggie. Oh, a drug a drug addict. Oh, you can't talk about the fact that he's a peaceful skinhead. white supremacist. No, 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 listen to me. When I was talking to the one of the people that tried to interview me, I was like, "Well, what do you think about the fact that Coomer's a a skinhead?" And she goes, well, um, that's, I've heard that you've accused him of being a skinhead. I go, he admitted it in an article. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Oh, but I'm sorry. He's a nice skinhead. He's, the, he's like the nice ska- snake that wants to bite yeah. you. So I'm the nice sta- yeah. snake that wants to bite you, and I know that I'm venomous, but, you know, you got to love me because I'm a nice Is that what Coomer sounds snake. like? No, he's just a little weasel. Uh. But, but listen. Look, I'm, I'm never going to back down. I told you I'd solve it. I'd solve it. Matter of fact, I bet you we could get him the biggest purse ever by going in the octagon. I'm going to call Dana White. I'm going to say, listen, this skinhead ex-drug addict uh, with a devil on his deal, how about me and him in the octagon? We'll set it out for 90 days so he can get himself you know, back to not being the chunky monkey, right? And we'll, <laughs> we'll just go in there. Winner takes all. Winner takes all. We don't even need a judge. Just winner takes all. We'll go in the octagon. 
Just do that. Or we go in the street, and get down to our skibby. Why not? I think it's he great. Has, he has, Gosh, he has a judge who's think? already doing everything he wants. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's going to go to appeal. It's going to be there forever, right? But And eventually, it'll get to a jury. And even if you're a Democrat, you're going to look at it and go, the guy's a liar. He's nothing but a liar. You can't clean him up. You can't clean him up because he's nothing but a liar. And he lied. He was on that call. And he, he's in a position of truth, of, of, of trust and authority. And he's biased beyond biased. He's unhinged biased. And yet this is the guy that they sought out in 2005, by the way. They sought him out yeah. after being an addict and being arrested twice, passed the background check to get involved in the U.S. election system. No, what they did is they saw yeah. his thesis. They saw that he understands math and energy decay and decay models. And they said, okay, this is a guy that can help us steal the country. So, but going backwards, while I was in the courtroom, what I, can I get back to that? Where was I? Was I at the part where I... You were outside the courtroom I was out the, uh, the courtroom, posting on Telegram. And I was posting on Telegram, and I'm like, you know, it must suck to be Coomer and, and, and have you have the definition of Coomer like this. And I posted it on Telegram. <laughs> and then I put up another post, which I thought was interesting. But again, I didn't do so in the courtroom because, you know, we have a, a decorum order, which I didn't even know about at the time. And I'm just going to speak my mind anyway. So, but I thought it was interesting that there was this decorum order. And so I'm going through and let's see here. I say the judge is absurd. Wait until we release the massive info we have on her. She is disgusting. The violation of due process and the ability to be heard, the blatant disregard for basic ethics, not going to name names, but no lawyer has ever seen anything like this. It's a complete shit show. And as the lawyer stated, nothing that resembles a legitimate hearing. I'll repeat, Judge Avery, Marie Avery Moses is an Antifa judge whose radical and disgusting nature tarnishes everything this country stands for. She is complete evil trash and stop. So I put that up on Telegram, and I was feeling it. So I put it up there because I was yeah, feeling it. Seems like you were feeling but it. I was feeling it, and I was <laughs> feeling truth. I wanted to, to, to pour a little bit of truth out so that people could understand because they were like, what's going on at the hearing? And I'm like, oh. So, <laughs> so this is the best part. So I get when because you see Coomer losing his mind over there with his lawyers, looking at his phone, tapping it. Ah, I'm sitting on the other side. I, I'm, you know, I didn't know what was going on. I, I didn't really know that they loved me so much that they watched all my social media accounts like crazy. Um, because I guess that's what sociopaths do because they love me. But uh, <laughs> so <laughs> somebody walks up and says, Joe, can you, can you not? What, what, what is this? You know that there's a decorum order. I go, what, what are you talking about? Yeah, there's an order. You, you cannot call him a liar. You can't do that. I go, I wasn't here. <laughs> they kept me out of the courtroom when I first came in, right? So I wasn't here. I was late getting in because they wouldn't let me come in um, because they wouldn't let those who were with me come in. Oh, well, uh, yeah, so you might want to. And I go, okay, well, she goes, yeah, the judge is coming back in. And I was like, ah, crap. All right, so I'm going to leave. So I left. I went to leave. All you see is those guys say, no, he's leaving. Right? <laughs> Get out. That's not the best part, okay? I, that's not the best part. The best part is, is that the attorney for Coomer read that after I had left the building, read that to the judge, and if you didn't remember at the very end, it's, she is complete evil trash and stop. She, Losing your mind. It's like dropping the mic and walking out like you drop a bomb in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then they said they wanted to hold me in contempt. And I'm like, well, I didn't do it in the courtroom. And I didn't know about your decorum order. 
And so they said, well, I'll, I'll entertain a, a contempt of court. I'm like, well, I, I didn't do con the contempt of court. It's not direct because I wasn't in front of you. Well, you can go through it if you want. We can try yeah. to figure this whole thing out on contempt. But it's not contempt because it's true. It's true. You're compromised. You marched in an Antifa protest. You are absolutely 100% violating every, every procedure, policy. You've done everything to stand for Antifa and stand up for these other radical leftists, including Eric Coomer. What do you want me to call it? What do you want me to say? You want me to say you're a good person? No, you're not a good person. You're trash. You're trash wrapped up in trash. You're the evil, you know, closet racist. Evil trash. Know. Evil trash. Yeah, evil okay. trash. Anyways, I, I didn't know we were going to get into it. So you're a slave. I'm just kind of giving it up to you. Coomer is a liar, right? Oh, not yeah. allowed to use that word. The judge is compromised. The judiciary is compromised. I think, I, think, I think she would melt down if you just said, I know I can't call Coomer a liar, so I'm just going to say Coomer's a Coomer. Yeah, I think Coomer's she probably a... would melt down. I think okay. she just melt down. So I will never use the word <laughs> liar again. I will use Coomer. Coomer no, you, you should. Coomer. You should. You should request that the decorum order be applied to the word Coomer because it's a naughty word. That's what you yeah. should ask for. Yeah. Can we strike his name, please? We need to strike his name. <laughs> it Doctor, makes you uncomfortable. Dr. C. <gasps> yeah, Dr. C. Yeah. <laughs> well, Joe, we're, we're almost out of time. But before uh, we go, I want to give people a little taste of what one of the t-shirt the designs we're working on. Christmas is coming up. Holidays are working, coming up. I posted on Telegram yeah. an ugly Christmas t-shirt, and people were throwing more ideas at me. So this is one that we haven't shown yet. If we go to my screen, Mr. Producer, I think you'll like this one, Joe. All I want for Christmas is a full forensic audit. Yeah, I love that. I think I think that's a slam dunk T-shirt. I think that's so we're a slam we're dunk. Ugly as you know what? Yeah, sweater. It's, it's supposed too. to be ugly. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, if we sold sweaters, we'd make it a sweater, but probably do a uh, sweatshirts and T-shirts. So stay tuned for this. We're gonna have a couple different ones. Uh, ugly Christmas sweater t-shirt themed hey, hey listen i want to address something you have more you have more do, do more we have more What's um that? i don't but i can okay so <laughs> I so i wanted i wanted to say something to you guys when i get on this show when i come to you i come to you as raw as i am that day i got a lot on my plate i have a ton on my plate i mean i have you know, I got to wake up every day and I got to look around my house. I got to make sure that before I go outside that, that there's nobody out there. I got to use uh, thermal cameras and imaging and things like that to make sure that my family's safe. Uh, you know, it, it, that by itself just sucks. And then I have other things that I have to do. I got to build out a system like we're doing with Pydoxa to make sure we have credit card processing and email and stuff that can't be canceled. And then I have to go through on the other side and I got to go, all right, now we got to make sure that the things that we're doing conservative daily is actually making a difference. And then I got to go speak in all these places. And you're like, Joe, you're going to speak and that's great. And I'm thinking to myself, all I want is for people to step in the gap. All I want is for us to get to a place where our vote counts. Because if we start there and the vote counts, I know that our society will literally reverse course. And we, that small group of people that are radical leftists will become accentuated and we'll start to realize that we can stop doing business with those people. So it's tough waking up because I do care about people and not every day am I going to be happy go lucky and not every day am I going to walk on here and not get pissed off, right? I'm saying the quiet part out loud. I'm saying how you feel out loud, 
right? When I see of a, a child that gets raped or a woman that gets raped and nobody does anything, it makes me sick to my stomach that any American in this country could do that to another human being. And it shows us that we're letting them set up what is moral and what is ethical and what is right and what is wrong. And that we're twisting it around. Now what's right is right or what's right is wrong and wrong is right. And we can just lie to each other and it's okay. So I'm going to continue to tell you the truth and I'm going to continue to do it in such a way you may not like it. And you may not like me. You may not like me. You may not like what I have to say. But I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it and I'm going to say it truthfully. And I'm going to do everything I can to preserve what we have in this country. I'm going to do my part. And by the way, I'm not going to save this country. Bobby's not going to save this country. Javon's not. President Trump's not going to. Sorry. General Flynn's not going to. None of those people talk about I. Not one of those people talks about I. They all talk about we. We need to do our part. We need to step in the gap. We need to step up and have courage. And we men, 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 we need to pick up where the women left, left us the baton and we need to carry it to the end zone, not to bring home the bread. And I don't care if you tell me I need to feed my family. Some of us don't have big bank accounts. I'm going to give it all up. I'm going to lose everything. And I'm going to say, thank you, Daddy. Can I have another? And you know why? Because you're worth it. That's why. You're worth it. This country is worth it. You are worth it. We are amazing people. We are amazing people. This country is filled with God-fearing, amazing, good people. But it takes all those God-fearing, amazing, good people to stand together and do the right thing so that we can have our country back and we can get back to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And if we do the things that we're supposed to do in order to do those things that God can do, we have faith and we act in faith and we pray. We get on our knees and we pray and we ask Jesus, please, please deliver us from this evil. Destroy this evil. Bring them down to their knees. If we do that and we do our part, we cannot lose. We will not lose. No matter if I lose my life or not, we will not lose. <sighs> well, they are giving me the frantic alert from the studio that we got to wrap, but we do have another show that's going to be coming on after ours. Uncle Tom to talks. Oh, is that on? So that's going to be coming on. It's going to be coming Sweet. on after us. We, it, it can't start until we go off the air. Oh, and you we got to listen told, to it. I was told we have to strictly be off at the top of the hour, but we went over. So um, that's going to be coming up. I, I think we're probably going to do it after ours. Um, so that's going to be coming up after ours. So if you want to check that out, make sure that you tune in for that. It'll be live all the same channels and eventually we'll also get him his own channels as well. Um, so yeah, that's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. If you like the podcast, make sure you subscribe to the audio edition. All those links are in the description, especially Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star review. Help us climb up in those rankings. We go live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Um, Eastern. So make sure you tune in for that. And if you can't, if you have a forgetful memory, sign up for the text alert system. Text the word freedom to 89517. You'll get added to our text alert system and you get a notification when we go live, what we're talking about and how you can watch. Also, if you haven't already, do sign up for our email newsletter. That is in the description as well. That's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. My name is Max McGuire. Again, my name is Joe Oldman. Hasn't changed in the last one minute. Well, <laughs> well no, th th there, there's a Joe domestic terrorist Oldman. Okay. Yeah, for that. All right, there's that. that. I could do that. I'd be okay well, with that. These one. states are the states are dropping that uh, school board association like a bad habit. So, um, might as well might as well own it. That's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. Remember, the fight to take back our country is not over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stamp and fight together. <laughs>